Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are talking about how to achieve authenticity, authority and balance in your social media content. And this has been the most requested topic so far, as in how can I balance being real without oversharing or seeming icky or spammy or inauthentic? This is a question that keeps popping up in all of our coaching containers. So I wanted to basically jump on here and tell you how to do that. Because I think that being real without oversharing is such a potent and important topic because I see so many people try and share their experience and then they overthink what the topics need to be. And then they don't show up as themselves and their po- and their content becomes boring and stale and inauthentic. And or they go the other way where they go so emotional. And I've seen this happen to some people who come to me and they're like, I'm sharing all this vulnerability content, Elisa. How can I, you know, but people are, are DMing me and asking me whether I need a coach because they think I'm emotionally unstable. But I'm just being vulnerable. And so I see the two extremes, whether that is oversharing or not sharing enough. And I think that there does need to be balance between how you show up authentically, how you show up as an authority, and then also how you show up to entertain the people. Because if you're using social media, then it is about entertaining the people on there. People don't want to hear your 20 thousand hour sob story. They want to switch off when they're eating their lunch. They want to switch off in between recording breaks. You know what I mean? So be mindful as we go into this conversation that it's not, you know, I'm not going to be talking about entertaining so much today, but, you know, I'm going to be obviously talking about authenticity and authority, but that there is this third element to that trifecta of showing up in a way that is going to help you be seen, be heard, be all the things that you want to be. So the thing that I have found over the last year in terms of being authentic is that I got into the spot of wanting to share business content, but seeing my friends and family share non-business content to, you know, use social media to spread awareness around the war in Ukraine and to keep, you know, keep that narrative alive, which is a very, very, you know, needed thing, don't get me wrong. But also, it's my job to create social media content and be that authority and be authentically me on the interwebs. So I found it almost harder in the last year than ever before to really be consistent and own my message, ironically. That's why we're here talking about it, right? Because I had to get creative in terms of how can I be authentic and where can I share that? So a lot of my authority building content and a lot of my expert, you know, building content came actually through my email list because I 
I committed to writing newsletters way before last year happened. And, you know, if you're on my email list, then shout out to you. Hopefully you get all of the value and the juice, juiciness of those emails. In fact, if you love emails, please DM me on my Instagram. I would love to know if you're an email subscriber. But for me, you know, being authentic, that was a really great place to start because it was gated. It was somewhere that I didn't have to think about, you know, my great aunt seeing it or my godmother seeing it or my best friend, you know, in Ukraine seeing it. I could just be me in that safe space. And the reason I'm saying that first is because you need to figure out where is it that you want to show up as that authority. So I've used this example many a time on this podcast, but when I was a tutor, I knew that my clients would have opinions about me starting a different business. So when I started my side hustle, essentially, I opened up a free Facebook group that was locked under a different name that I knew couldn't be discovered by my clients. Not because, you know, I was ashamed, but because Aim one a lot of my as a tutor or as a teacher, a lot of people will know that you can't really have a social media presence of any sort because your students will find you and haunt you forever, uh, which is mildly irritating. <laughs> and I think it's eased up over the last few years because I know my sisters found you know teachers on social media. But even that statement, you know, I didn't want my students to find me. I didn't want them to know what I was doing in my spare time. So it was a really great place for me to do that in private. So if you have a similar situation where you're not sure where you can show up vulnerably and authentically, figure out what does that space look like for you? Is it in your emails? Is it in a Facebook group? I then built up my confidence and, you know, obviously spread my wings and showed up as as me in all of the places all of the time. But I do think that there is this balance between where can you show up as mostly yourself and what is it that where where is that space that you want to create for yourself within your business? And I think that's something that not a lot of people actually talk about. You know, I, I found it easier to be authentically me inside of my free Facebook group for that first year or two. It was something that I could really get creative with as opposed to overthinking it, as opposed to being like fearing judgment. Um, and that's just me being really, really candid. And of course, you know, we can talk about visibility issues and why do we keep ourselves small? And like a lot of the things that I coach people around are because I was in that mindset for a really long time. But I do think that if you are in a in a tough spot where you want to share your message and you're not sure how to do that safely or in a way that feels good, start off small and then expand your reach, you know? Because if we're talking to people who are starting from, you know, level zero, let's say, versus me who's at a level 10, if you're at level zero, I'm not going to tell you to go and, you know, be authentic on all the places and share your rants across the ticky talks, you know, you might not just be there yet and that's okay. But it's about taking that first next best step for you and meeting you where you are so that we can start to see the possibilities of rewriting the story that tells you that you can't be seen by millions of people. Um, and I think that's a really, really interesting thing. And I remember actually I did um, one of my mentors, his name, his name is Brad Yates. He's really amazing. He's got like hundreds of, I think at this point it's thousands of videos on EFT tapping. His name uh, is Tap With Brad on YouTube. 
amazing, amazing tapping mentor. And I did a tapping session with him last year. And I came to him saying, you know, I want to be seen by more people. I'm really struggling with this. And this is right before the Ukraine. Like, this is right at the beginning of the year or even maybe December. And a lot of the stuff that we tapped on, those fears, like we cleared the fears away so that when the time came to, you know, do the bundle, that bundle was seen by thousands of people. We grew exponentially and have been growing. You know, we've been doubling our list and then doubling it again and then doubling it again and then doubling it again. Like it's been exponential growth over the last year. And I think it's because I let myself be small in the in the way that it felt safe at that time. And then when I felt ready to take that next step, you know, I was really, really solid in my beliefs and feelings around visibility. And I knew that it was time for me to then broaden that reach. So I went from, you know, being level zero to then sharing bits and pieces in my Facebook group. So that, okay, I, I went up to level three. And then when I was at level three, I was like, okay, I think it's time for me to start engaging and telling people about my business. Okay, so like like level five and then level six and seven and eight. And then when I was at an eight, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go to 10. I need to clear some of this old beliefs and programming. And that's what's helped me really grow and get over my visibility fears um, in a way that I think it has been super solid, you know? And I think that one of the things that I learned through that process was that and actually, this is a concept that I learned from Amanda Francis, another one of my mindset mentors from three, you know, 3,000 years ago at this point. But one of the most key things that I learned from her in one of her like digital programs, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like with Brad where we like tapped into exactly what it was. That's why I love tapping because we can like go deeper. But with Amanda, she said something around the fact that she doesn't share things. She doesn't share lessons until she's super solid on them. And I remember hearing this at the beginning, you know, stages of my business growth. So let's say like level, I'd say level three to five, I was in that stage. And I, this made so much sense to me that she said to us like, hey, if you are not solid on this concept, thing, thought, then don't share it until you're ready. Don't share it. Because what happens is, is that if you are not solid, you're questioning yourself as to whether you should be posting it. And then what happens is you get trolled, you get a negative comment and it triggers you and it creates that negative self-talk loop that we don't want to be in. Whereas if you're sharing something from a 100% place of certainty, so for example, I created a podcast that is called, you know, how to not be boring in your content. And if I wasn't solid on any one of those things, then if I got a criticism or feedback on that episode... I would take it so personally and internalize it versus just being like, that's a really interesting perspective. Thank you so much for bringing it to me. But here is why you're wrong. <laughs> like, you know, or here is why this is the way that I think about it. Not necessarily you're wrong, you know, because everyone, everyone's opinion matters. But I think being super solid on the things that you share is such an important practice to get into because it's really important for you to know that what you're saying is true to you so that if you are ever questioned on it or if you're ever, you know, if anyone ever asks you a question, you can either say, that's a really great question. I've actually never heard it before, so I'm going to investigate. And or, that's a really great question. Here is my opinion on it. And I think that you can only really do that from a super solid place 
that really addresses the topic in a, in a way that isn't triggering, you know? Whereas what I see a lot of people say is they've read a book and then they're sharing 50 concepts from the book and then when they get a bit of engagement, they hide or they don't like it or they attract hate, you know? And here's another thing. I don't really understand why people are so okay with being negatively reviewed. Like I was in a conference last summer and she was like, you know, if you've got haters, then welcome to the internet world, baby. And I was like... What do you mean? I don't I don't want haters in my life. I don't, you know, that's not a normal thing to be preaching. So again, I think it's it's like where what are your boundaries around sharing your authenticity and sharing your case? You can build a community that is susceptible to hate or you can build a community that is really loving and nurturing and even if you are wrong or if you you need a second opinion your people are going to come to you from a place of love and respect versus a place of hate and you know spite so only share things that you're super solid on i think is like number number one it needs to be on everyone's posted in front of their computer forever and ever um i also think that you know, keeping up to date with the latest trends and developments in your industry and seeing what are the people, what's the conversation around these different topics, you know? Where is the, you know, universe of the internet? What are they talking about? Why, why are they sharing the things that they're sharing? And how can you get in on those conversations and provide your unique standpoint? So for example, over the last few weeks, so much conversation has been happening around AI and, you know, as a content strategist and business mentor, it is my duty to share things around the latest trends. Otherwise, I am not an authority, aka I'm not, I don't keep up with the latest trends. One of the most interesting things that I did a few years ago, I signed up for an Instagram course that I'd been wanting to buy forever and ever. And I got into that Instagram course and I realized that all of the information was outdated. Like all of the screen that she was using, the stuff that she was teaching, like there were principles for sure. And there's great like juice, juicy nuggets in there. I think that anyone can get anything out, you know, of every single training that they buy. But it, was, it taught me a really great lesson that if you're going to teach on things like social media and talk about a specific platform, you have to keep up with the latest trends and developments in your industry. Otherwise, you're not going to be seen as an authority on that topic. And again, you need to establish yourself as, uh, yourself as a credible source of, on, of information for for people, you know, for people to come and ask you those questions. And the way that you do that is by, you know, knowing what you're talking about, which I'm sure you do. But beyond that, actually keeping up to date and paying attention to what is being said in the industry and what is being talked about. So for us in the content marketing space, the last like two weeks has been all about AI, all of the AI workshops. You know, I've seen today alone, I've seen a webinar on how, you know, is AI legal in, in legal terms? I've seen a content marketing person, you know, pull out a webinar around it. I have seen a productivity expert do a webinar on AI. It's a hot topic, right? So if I didn't give my hot take, um, my audience would ultimately be like, well, why isn't Elisa talking about this specific topic? What What's that about, you know? So I think it's an interesting thing for you to think about is like, are you actually talking to the people about latest stats? Like if you're in the mindset space, do you keep up to date with the research or are you regurgitating old stuff that you learned in your coaching, you know, certification 10 years ago? 
Are you up to date? Can you be sharing the hot topics of the day? And are you up to date with what's your industry saying? Because that is part of your job is to know, is to know what are the people talking about. Um, also, I see a lot of people overpromote their products or services on their social media channels. So I call this link dumping. And link dumping is when you don't create any content, you just dump your link all over the place and hope that people will buy. And a lot of the time, you want to prov- you know, provide value first and actually show people why they need the link why they need to enroll in this thing before you ever sign up for the offer. And the aim of the game needs to be and should be, oh, you know what, Elisa? I have spent the last week, two, three, four, four months, however long you need to build up that content runway. It needs to get people so excited that they can't wait for the reveal. They can't wait for the link. They can't wait to hear more. That is the magic of basically being that authority, being authentic, because people can't wait to pay. They can't wait because they have been on that journey with you. And sometimes, you know what, like you can drop things that are a surprise. That's totally fine. But more often than not, it would serve so many people so much better if they spent that time and that extra week actually promoting the thing and getting interest and showing people why they need the thing before they ever link dump, you know? Versus just saying, DM me, book a call, please, 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 just book a call with me. You know, I, I just see this cesspool of links everywhere and I'm like, I don't know who you are. Why are you at everyoneing me, you know? What is this workshop? I don't want to be a magnificent golden goddess, mother womb activator. You know, like, this is not me. (laughs) Show me why I need this thing before ever inviting me to it. Um, I think it's generally good advice for for anyone doing anything online. Um, And I, you know, I think that in that vein, when you are pre-preparing the content, I want you to be divisive. I want you to be controversial. I want you to stop being boring. How you do that is up to you, whether you do that in an enclosed Facebook group, on your email list, like sharing your message. It doesn't have to be the most loudest voice on the internet being put on 20 different platforms. What it does have to do, though, is take a stand for something and tell people why you are the one. Why are you different? Why should they trust you over the thousand other people that they could find online. Why you? Why are you the authority? Why are you the person to help them? That is what will create that authenticity and that intrinsic trust in the people so that they can't wait to pay you, so that they can't wait to see how you can impact their life. And by being a little bit divisive, taking a stand, having an actual opinion on all of the things is better than not having any opinions on any of the things. That is how you start to build your message and how you start to take up space and start to own your message too, right? And I think, you know, we always, always want to be engaging. We always want to remember that people want to listen and buy from people that they know, like, and trust. And the, the more that you can create content, the more that you can create stories that engage, and the more that you can show up and share your opinions, share your stories, share your message, the more people are likely, if you have set up your marketing correctly, um, they're more likely to buy because they can't wait. You know, it's why the the money mindset offers work so, so much. It's why the Instagram stars, 
you know, who do the stories every day. That's why we like them, because we feel like we know them. We're in their life. We know their dog's name. We know their partner. We know their coffee order. We know what blankets they've bought. We know all of these things. So it creates that authenticity, right? So that's the factor. They feel like they know you. But we buy from them because we trust them because they've given us education. They've given us the reasons why they we should buy into this thing that they are selling. And I think that the more you focus on generating value, being, you know, being yourself and taking a stand for something and actually showing people why they need the thing before you ever open it, that is where the true authenticity and authority come in. So I hope you found this podcast helpful. Let me know on the Instagrams if you did. What's your favorite takeaway? Uh, I would love to give you some love over there. But for now, I hope you have an amazing day and I will speak to you next time. Are you stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically? Good news, Magnetic Mavens is here to help you be unforgettable. Our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story. In this membership, you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm. It's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.